0: Welcome back to Archetype Aperture. I am Jim, and this is the Daily Jim. So today it's one of those days. I rode the bike today. It was kind of a kind of a nice day. It was a little nicer than normal. Uh, it was like forty something degrees, I think, this morning. So not terrible. Uh, it was actually a little warmer I, I don't know what exactly it might have been 50 something, but either way, either way, either way uh, it was it was nice outside, so I decided I'm ride the bike today. There was no rain in the forecast, and the ride home was absolutely awesome. It was fantastic. Uh, if you ride a motorcycle, please wear a helmet. Just my opinion uh, I, ri- I wear I wear a helmet. I have in the past ridden without a helmet, but I've been riding for a long time and either way, it really doesn't matter how long you've been riding to be quite honest with you because it, I mean, on or how good of a rider you are, if someone pulls out in front of you, it, it could be very bad. So just wear your helmet and make sure you buy a good helmet. They're a little more pricey, a little more expensive, but, uh, it's actually something that's worthwhile to have. And, you know, you get what you pay for kind of thing. Something that popped up today, it was as a news story I, I kind of wanted to talk about. And it's, it's actually kind of amazing. Um, I just kind of briefly read through, it's a short article, but it's about a South Florida teen who is hoping to inspire with photos and video of the Everglades and like the national, it's a national park, I believe. Uh, hold on. I don't want to sound stupid. I already probably do. (laughs) Uh, well then the Everglades is, is protected and it's like Florida's, you know, natural wetlands. It's, there's a lot of, kind of cool things down there uh, from abandoned buildings and, and to just the wildlife that's down there. And something that he's doing with his photos is, I mean, he's, he's made news. He's, he's gone viral. You know, he started posting photos of the Everglades that he's taken and they've gone viral, which is kind of cool. And the, the, fact that he has and that he it's actually kind of started something the the city and the government the the uh the mayor and what have you they've decided to uh yeah Florida governor Ron DeSantis committed to spend 3.5 billion dollars on the Everglades restoration over the next 4 years and now I'm not sure if this all started with his photos but uh, the federal government has earmarked $447 million for restoration, which is a new record for the government. Now, I'm not going to get into all of the emotions that come up with this, but I, I do believe in protecting natural wetlands and natural habitats. Do we need to spend $3.5 billion on it? I'm not sure. Where is that money going to go? How is it going to be distributed? Uh, (laughs) These are all questions I have, but I think it's awesome that this young man took it upon himself to go out and photograph something that he loved. And just from posting those photos, it sparked like, it started like a wildfire on the internet, not in the Everglades, but in the internet. And that's just an example of you just never know the power of, of photography and the power of what you may be doing. Uh, Again, this is probably, I don't want to come off sounding preachy or like I'm rah, 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 but man, I mean, you do realize again, the power of a photo can be great and not to be overlooked. You know, I mean, whether again, whether it be a, a, a photo of an endangered species uh, areas of the, uh, of your local space where you live that are endangered that are rapidly dehydrating or, you know, and that, that was kind of the thing with this uh, in the Everglades is it's starting to kind of dry up. So there it's in very, it's in need of like some good clean, you know, some just more water. So they're going to actually break open a portion of the highway It's not being used so that water can flow through, which is outstanding. I mean, I I guess it's outstanding, but how do you know? (laughs) How do we know if what we're doing is the right thing? Let me just shift from the photography to humans meddling in nature. I don't, I don't, and I don't know if I'll ever know. There's experts out there. I'm definitely not one of them, but there are people out there that, you know, try to bring back endangered species or protected areas that are basically withering away. But is it nature that's taking this and making it happen? Or is it something that we've caused? And if it's something that we've caused, I fully do agree that we need to do something about it. However, if it's something that would have happened, whether we were here or not, I'm not so sure. Anyways, I don't I don't want to get off onto that tangent. This is a photography podcast, right? But yeah, that's just I, I was just a cool uh, a cool little story that came up. I, I'm not going to read the story, but um, you know something that he, he this is what this is a quote from him. I posted a video here of this underwater world, the clear water, all these aquatic plants, and now I hit he's got 12 million views. And people couldn't believe that this was the Everglades. People were saying that it wasn't the Everglades; that he was lying. See, what Martinez was in fact doing was revealing the truth about of the beauty of what lies beneath. Uh, I have never been to the Everglades, but I am, and I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna check these. I'm gonna see if there there's a video here. Actually, yes, there is. I'm gonna keep it muted, so I don't get in trouble with copyrights. Because this is like a local, I don't know. It's kind of cool. He made the news, so he's like a local celebrity. That's pretty pretty awesome, if you ask me. Uh, I'm wa- I'm actually watching the video right now as I'm talking. Hopefully, they'll show the video that he he took. Okay. Oh, okay. He made a look a little video montage. Wow. He's just throwing it. Okay. <laughs> so he's out there with the reporter, and the reporter is. They're waiting in the water, and he's got a... I can't tell what camera that is, but he's li- he's got it on a tripod, and he's literally just using it as a walking stick, which is kind of freaky to me. It's a Canon. He's a Canon shooter, it looks like. I don't know how he got the underwater video, unless he used his phone maybe, but I suppose this kid just... He's... Ah, gosh, how old is he? I didn't say, but he's in his teens, so okay maybe he's got an underwater rig it looks like he does wow he takes really good photos yeah he's got an underwater rig wow that's really pretty if you haven't had a chance to look this up or see it actually just google south florida teen is hoping to inspire with photos videos of the everglades beauty wow wow uh, Luca Martinez has racked up millions of likes and views on social media just from doing the photography thing. And I, at 12 million views, I'm not sure if that's views or... Uh, oh, wow. You've got to see this video. It's dope. Uh, but I'm not sure if he's gotten followers or or what have you, but just getting the views if it's on YouTube, 12 million views is a pretty good chunk of change if he's monetizing it something i would i would definitely do (laughs) from here on out in the future i would definitely be monetizing my photos and video okay yeah it looks like there's a lot of garbage and trash out there as well so and he you know he captured that as well and yeah okay i can see where it would cost a little bit of money to fix it or to work on it even Hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's a Nikon. Maybe he's got multiple cameras. Who knows? It has been known to happen, but he's shooting with a Nikon. Yep. That's a Nikkor lens. I can tell. I'm not disappointed. It's whatever. I wish I could share this video. I may actually take and put the link in the, in the bio, in the description, but wow, he's got some cojones. I was going to say something else, but he's got some cojones being out there literally up to his chest in this mucky water, but wow, it's beautiful. He's gotten some good pictures and video. I'm assuming he used drone footage, Um, you know, but there's so many tools in, in a photographer's tool belt. It's not just the camera, the lenses, obviously it's your eye. And if you have an idea for something that you think is going to be a good project or impactful, I say do it, you know, and I know I said that I was going to give you guys like uh, projects to work on. I'm, I'm going to send you to the to the zoo and see if you can get some great shots of animals and what have you. I'm definitely going to take myself to the zoo. Well, I'll probably take my, uh, my family and I will probably go to the zoo, but I will try and, and get some great photos out there doing that, and if i do i'll i'll upload them on instagram or what have you i'm still working on some photos oh did i even talk about the last band that i sparks in the garden the the last band that i shot on sunday i know i said i was i did an episode right before i was about to leave and it, it went well went very good the guys as usual musicians are not models <laughs> They don't know exactly how to stand, how to hold, they, they, you know, the, the thing. Where do I do with my hands? And they just kind of hold them there. That's literally what you have to direct them. <laughs> but it was a good time. We had a super, uh, just so much fun cutting up and, and talking and, and hanging out. And it was basically just like a hang. And I think that when I get into situations like that, those are my favorite types of photo shoots. Honestly, to me, it was just, it was rad. It was, I said, rad. yes. Okay, I was born in 77. I went through the 80s. Everything's rad. But yeah, it was super rad. Super rad. It's, been, it's really good. But, uh, you know, get it, catching up with Tim, uh, one of the musicians, we went to high school together, and he's also a drummer. They actually, they actually mentioned that they might need a drummer to come sit in with them. And I said, hey, you know, I just gave away my drum set, so I don't really have one, but apparently Tim has two, so I don't have any excuses. So I'll, I will be updating you on that. As well, <laughs> if that comes to fruition, me playing with a couple of guitar players, I'm sure that they don't want me to play like I normally would play because I would normally play really fast and really loud. If you could imagine that, but yeah, I got a, a, I got about I want to say I, I snapped off about a thousand frames. I I was in single shot mode in the beginning, and which is which was fine, but I, I noticed that and something that I kind of do whenever I notice that there's people that don't really know what they should be doing or what they hadn't, they really didn't have an idea for the photo shoot. I had more of an idea than they did, but I, I switched over to high speed plus because I I didn't want to miss a facial expression or a hand movement and a hand gesture, especially when they pulled out their guitars. I definitely wanted to uh, not have a lot of motion blur on their hands that's just my personal opinion. That's my, that was my personal goal. I didn't want to have motion blur. I feel like with promotional photos, you don't want to have motion blur on your hands when you're strumming a guitar. It just doesn't. It's not a good look. It can it can be a good look. It can be kind of cool if you're doing something artistical artistical artistic with those photos. But literally, all I was doing was just capturing good photos clean still images of these guys so they can use them for their website or what have you i did do a couple of little artsy shots and i posted a couple of photos that i that i i sent them that day because i don't know if you're like i am but whenever i take a bunch of photos i want to get home upload them into my computer and then put them on the lightroom so that i can start editing I never. I, I know the process that, I, that works the best for me, but I never do it. <laughs> the process that works best for me is to put everything into the computer, get it into Lightroom, and then start at the very beginning and rate all the photos. And the ones that are keepers, I give fives. The ones that are not, I, they don't get rated at all. And what I go through from beginning to end and I call all of those photos. So then I go back and then I set it to sort by star rating. So then it puts all the five stars together and I go back to the beginning where those start and I'll go back through those. And once I get done, you know, and I would say out of a thousand frames, they'll be lucky to get like, I don't know. I'm going to try and deliver them at least 20 to 30 frames. I mean, honestly, because a lot of those are, a lot of duplicates. I'm, and I did that on purpose so that I would, again, which there's two people. So it's not like if it was just one person, it would be different because you know, you don't have to really worry about where the eyes land or the the facial expression, but now you've got two people, where are they looking? Where is, you know, are they talking? Are they laughing? You know, are they making a a smirk? So, you know, and and then you have to look at the hands, you know, did I put the back, did I put the backdrop, the background where I want to be is the light, right? You know, so there's a lot of factors that go into culling the photos. But once you get down to the, the right amount of photos or the right photos, the best of the best photos, then you can start editing. And I usually just take it one photo at a time. I'll start with, you know, I, I always start with the light, um, you know, and I'm not going to get into my editing process, but I I do kind of start with the light. Is it too bright? Is it not bright enough? Do I need to bring it up? And I try to never go over one full stop of exposure If I'm raising the exposure or lowering it, I don't want to go over one, one stop. Now, I mean, and, and the only way that I can do that is to make sure that I get the exposure as close as I possibly can in camera. That way I don't have to raise the, the, the exposure on Lightroom by two to three stops. Because when you do that, you're going to introduce a lot of artifacts into your photo. And depending on what your ISO was, it's really going to be noticeable. And there's ways around that, but I, I'm, I just, like I said, I prefer to try and get as much right in camera as I possibly can so that I don't have to try and fix it or fiddle with it in post. But you do what you want to do. I, I can't tell you how to shoot, and that's the fantastic thing. I don't. No one told this kid to go, sorry, young man, He's not a kid. No one told this young man that he needed to go to the Everglades and do this. He took it upon himself to do this. He made the video himself. He took and shot everything himself. He utilized his passion and his, I'm assuming it was a, he's a hobbyist photographer, but he utilized his hobby and now he's, he's starting kind of a, a, a genesis down there. People are starting to get, to, they, they're starting to see him they, and not only him, but he's getting the exposure to the place that needs to be. That's where the exposure needs to be. Not so much him, more so the place. Wow. I think I've gone to like 20 minutes. I hope I don't lose your your attention. I know that 15 minutes has been my goal for the, for the begin from the beginning of these dailies that I started and I'm going to continue to shoot for that, but I appreciate you guys listening and I appreciate you guys checking us out, checking me out. Sorry. <laughs> There's no us. It's just me. And I hope that the, the, I, I feel like this quality is going to be a little bit better and easier to listen to. I'm actually recording directly onto the Rodecaster Pro using my pod mic in my studio. I decided, well, I rode the bike today, so I couldn't really do one and I got super busy. I got swamped at work, so I couldn't take a break at all today until I got home. So I, as soon as I got home just now, I decided to sit down and make this podcast. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love all of you. And I hope to see you in the, in the comments and review section on Apple podcasts uh, or in my, in my email, jwmphoto one at gmail.com or on my YouTube channel. And the it's actually, I've been giving you the wrong handle. So the handle, excuse me, my goodness, I have water here. I should be drinking that instead of clearing my throat. Let's try that. Mm. Mm. So yummy. It is actually at JWM Photography. I think I've been saying JWM Photo. So JWM Photography is my YouTube handle if you go to, if you click, the, type that in, you'll find me and I may leave a link in the, in the, uh, descriptions for you as well. Go there, comment on any one of my videos. Um, you know, I think you can actually message me straight, you know, straight ahead or straight on direct message. Why is that so hard to think of Jim? Uh, either way, I hope to hear from you in the comment section and I appreciate everything don't forget to like share and subscribe to everything it really does I know it's a pain in the butt to hear that and to for for anybody in social media to to ask for you for that but it does help us get pushed out further along into the algorithm because as you know all everything is based on algorithms on the internet and The only way people are going to actually hear these podcasts is if somebody, if I get a lot of people that like it, share it, subscribe, and all the things, rate it and review it, all the good things. So, again, I appreciate it. I hope you guys got a little, it was a little fun episode, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.